22 of 31 Days of Movies. My name is Jessica, and every day in the month of October, I'm coming at you with a different underappreciated or unknown horror movie classic that I think you should take the time to watch. So today's classic comes from the BBC, so I've imported uh, a local to discuss it. It's Roger from the Burton and Scrooge Uncut podcast and contains Moderate Peril blog. Hi, Roger. Hello there. Hello. So today we're going to talk about Ghostwatch from 1992. So tell me, did you watch this when it was actually aired? I did watch it, but I videoed it because it was broadcast originally on a Saturday night, I believe actually on Halloween night in 1992. So I was out whining and dining and so forth and such like so i came home and watched it in a state of inebriation which made it possibly twice as terrifying <laughs> that's amazing so for people who aren't familiar with ghost watch it was a bbc special on halloween night uh it was an investigation into the supernatural where they there's a whole setup and call-in studios and experts and whatnot and they went into a haunted house for the evening and things go very weirdly now the the cool thing about Ghostwatch is that all the people in it michael parkinson sarah green mike smith craig charles they all played themselves and were all well-known newsmen and, and color commentary people yes very much so um ghost watch was presented as a live broadcast but it was actually pre-recorded and it was actually a play but it sort of it's a mockumentary and it was doing this at a time when nobody else was really doing it and because this was like pre-internet there was no buzz about this show it was put on about, i think it was on about 9 25 at night i think that was a slot that it was in so people would sort of turn it on and they'd see familiar hosts particular mike smith and sarah green who used to do um consumer programs and programs like crime watch and it had elements of phone in and audience interaction so a lot of people would just channel hop find it and think oh look there's a live investigation into a haunted house it was a brilliant format well before its time and it completely threw people because they didn't realize that it was a drama they thought it was live and happening I read somewhere that, you know, the show started out with saying that there were writers, so they weren't trying to pull, excuse me, where the world's thing, but it, people who tuned in after that point weren't quite aware that this was fiction. Indeed, there was just some cursory title credits, and then it just started off like any sort of live show. You had experts in the studio, and then you had the reporters at the actual scene at this house in North London, and there were crowds forming outside and you'd you'd have Craig Charles talking to the crowds to sort of add a bit of levity to it and, and Michael Parkinson's a very respected broadcaster and people just instantly bought into the concept of well, this must be 100% bona fide and as it unfolded it was a brilliantly paced drama you had this family that was allegedly being um, subject to some sort of paranormal incident um, very similar in some respects to the alleged true story of the Enfield poltergeist. They didn't over-egg it. It built up at a, a very, very um, sensible pace. And there was a couple of false positives in there to make people think, ah, this isn't really happening. It's, it's either the kids falling around because the cameras are there or it's, it's the plumbing of the house. Um, I believe the actual ghost in question was called Pipes because it was, it was initially blamed on the pipes banging in the house and they thought at first it was just a plumbing issue 
Yes, and one of the great things about Ghostwatch is Pipes appears in the background of a number of different scenes and you just sort of catch a glimpse of him in, in various places and it really adds to the whole atmosphere of, you know, something's wrong and they have the, the, the whole setup of people calling in being like, I saw him, I saw Pipes in the background. It's extremely well done. Indeed, and, and, and you have to remember that this was way before the day of the, the digital recorder. So if you saw something, you didn't have the opportunity to wind it back and look again. If you saw something and then the person on television said, oh, no, there's nothing there, you, you would question it. Well, maybe it is my imagination. Um, this was incredibly well written. I believe it's a gentleman by the name of, name of Stephen Volk um, came up with the idea for this show. And I still think it's outstanding because it was so ahead of its time. In a way, this was the, um, this led to real psychic investigation shows like Ghost Hunters and Most Haunted, etc. And it's, it's really interesting now to sort of look back at this show from 1992 and, and sort of see the precursor of that, the how something that was done as a drama has actually shaped the formats of existing shows. Sure. I think um, the people who made the Blair Witch Project cited Ghostwatch as being one of their influences. And I know Blair Witch is often considered to be one of those first um, instances of found footage. And I think Ghostwatch is really the, the first one and, and uh, maybe does it better in some respects. I think what makes Ghostwatch work so well is it, it doesn't, until the end, set its it's too high. It starts off with just supernatural apparitions, noises, banging, and the tension builds quite palpably. I mean, towards the end, when you, one of the girls actually starts getting scratches and bites on them and stuff, it then starts getting a bit icky, but because of the way that it's just... It doesn't go straight into the deep end immediately. I think it works very, very well. It does. And of course, having these, you know, beloved news professionals doing this, and it's particularly Michael Parkinson near the end of it, I, I won't give anything away, but it, it really, it makes you really, I can imagine how if you just stumbled upon that, you'd be very concerned. Well, this is another aspect of the sort of legacy of Ghostwatch. Um, after it was broadcast, the amount of people that phoned into the BBC to either complain, ask if what they had just seen was actually real, or just to say, ask, is everyone okay? <laughs> it, it, it melted the BBC switchboard. Um, there were complaints to consumer programs. There's a, there's a very famous consumer show in the UK called Points of View. And there were lots of angry letters saying, I, I let my children stay up and they were terrified. And this is outrageous. And how can the BBC facilitate such drama and stuff? It was it, it really did cause a very, very big fuss. There was quite a lot of inquiry about it in the tabloids for nearly a week afterwards. That's amazing. You know, I read um, on IMDb that Ghostwatch has the dubious honor of being the first TV program to be cited in the British Medical Journal as having caused post-traumatic stress disorder in children. <laughs> <laughs> and distress, I mean, this is this was for public television, so it wasn't particularly gory. I mean, it is intense, but it's not, you know, there's not a lot of blood or anything like that. It was just very spooky. And very, very innovative. And I, I would urge people, particularly those of a younger generation who've grown up with these sort of reality paranormal investigation shows, if you can, do check out Ghostwatch because you will see what, what, how a drama was setting the foundations. Uh, it's a very, very interesting show because 
after its initial broadcast, the BBC was so scared of repeating it that it, it, it sort of vanished for a very large period of time. It didn't appear on DVD. Um, I think it got shown on public broadcast in maybe a few other countries around the world. But it was a long time before it sort of surfaced again and started getting the recognition. It's definitely not something they're going to be able to do again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for people who are interested in watching Ghost Watch, if you're a little bit intrepid, you can find it on YouTube right now. It's very difficult to locate otherwise, so uh, I would recommend checking it out. Absolutely. Roger, thank you for coming on and being part of the 31 uh, Days of Movies. Oh, thank you very much indeed for having me. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> All right, so that's what we're recommending you watch today Ghost Watch from 1992. I'll be back tomorrow with another recommendation. <laughs>